do have enough booty, this shouldn't be happening. I'm not here for your entertainment. You don't really want to mess with me tonight. Just stop and take a second. I was fine before you walked into my Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Badge Dialogues. I'm your host, Claire Sampson, and I have back with me a lovely guest, Miss Katie. <laughs> My first guest back again to, to join us. Yes. Yes. How are you doing today? Excellent. Not looking forward to work. No, I don't blame you. Work is it's evil. It's so hot it outside, is. which means it's like 20 degrees hotter at work. And what is it that you do for work? Uh, I'm a manager for Rosati's Pizza. So you get to sling some pies today? Yep. And it's the Hawks game, so probably be busy too. So... Do you guys not have air conditioning, or is it just super hot with the pizza ovens? Um, no, we have air conditioning, but it's like 25 years old, and the one compressor is broken, so we're running on one compressor instead of two, so it like half works, so it doesn't really do anything for us. That sounds awful. Looks pretty awful. Yeek. And you had some other exciting news this week. Oh, yes. Um, Kevin bought a house. So we're in the process of closing, and then we're hopefully moving in by the end of the summer. Ooh, yay, exciting. Yes. Own place. Exciting. Yes. What are you looking forward to most about being in your in your new location, mm. or new home, or having your own home? Decorating. <laughs> Painting and doing all the projects. Put your own style on it. Yeah. That's always fun. Yes. I was telling someone yesterday, we still have hand-me-down furniture kind of everywhere. We're finally to the point where some of our stuff is not hand-me-down. Right. And somebody asks, well, how long have you been together? I'm like, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It takes a while, I think, to get up to the point where you've got new stuff but in yeah. every room. And... you got to buy slowly. And mm -hmm. we're doing a lot of DIY stuff, which is nice. So I bought, like, picture frames and, like, vases from, like, Goodwill. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to paint them and make them into other things. And Very cool. One of my um, little tricks and trades and tidbits is I like um, Meyer's clearance section, especially for decorating. Oh, nice. Because they've got some nice higher-end stuff. Some of it's affordable, some of it's expensive, but I've gotten some really great like artwork and things like that off the Meyer end caps, especially um, on their clearance section. So like, I have some really great blankets in the house that I paid 10 or 15 bucks for that are really oh, that's nice. really good. And like, the really soft, plushy stuff, because I've shopped their clearance racks, and it's not mm -hmm. always. Sometimes I hit good, and sometimes I hit bad. Like, I actually was looking for um, really good mattress pads oh, okay. of, in the aisle at the correct time, and they were all on clearance. And they were resetting the aisle like a week or two ago. So I bet, like, if you're looking for a mattress pad, go hit up Meyer. You'll probably find oh, it Oh, sweet. There. We're actually going to get a new mattress, Ooh, which is nice. So definitely buy a new mattress pad then. Okay. And they had some ones, um, I'll have to tell you the brand, to check the brand, but they're waterproof on the bottom. Oh, that's cool. And they don't crinkle. Huge, huge, very important thing. Especially if you're a grown-up. No one wants crinkly sheets. That's true. No, not so much at all. Awesome. Well, we're going to get um, kicking into our topics for the day, especially since we've already done your introduction since you've been here before. Yes. We've done kind of some background stories and things like that. I don't know, though. Did we discuss what you eat on your Chipotle burrito? It's been a while. I don't remember. Probably. I remember something about Chipotle, but we can go over it. No, it's all good. We can skip it up. All right. 
<laughs> we can skip it I'm up and change things up. That's okay. No, no one's going to judge. Well, at least not too bad. <laughs> All right. So this week, released to DVD, came out a movie called The Duff. Oh, yes. I don't know what that is. You haven't heard of it before? No. You didn't read the book? I'm assuming then either, since you don't know what it is. No. Okay. Duff stands for the Dumb, Ugly, Fat Friend. Oh. That's super awful. Yep. Is that, is it just as awful as it sounds? Um, kind of, in some ways. Um, I only read the book. I've not seen the movie yet. Um, the book kind of portrays it as everybody is someone's duff. Everybody. Okay. So, to... So, like, the whole beauty is the eye, is in the eye of the beholder thing? Yes. I think the book did a good job-ish towards the end of kind of making that clear. The thing I had a problem with when I was reading some of the stuff about the movie is it sounds like they changed a lot from okay. the book, so I don't know if the movie's going to hold true to that spirit, but uh, the term is pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me think of... <laughs> um, Oh my god, Ace of Cakes? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because the guy's name is Duff. Duff, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, Duff stands for Dumb, Ugly, Fat Friend, and the girl, the main character, the protagonist, I guess you would say, in the mo- in the show, um, is going to, like, a non-alcoholic club with her friends, uh-huh. and they like to dance, and they're super cute and wonderful, and she likes to hang out in the bar, and one the most popular kid in school comes up to her to talk to her and basically he winds up she winds up kissing him I think is what happens and then um they basically start a friends with benefit situation okay is what happens and it turns out over the course of the book spoiler alerts he comes from kind of a fucked up family and she comes from kind of a fucked up family and they're mostly just looking for someone to make a connection with in some ways right like even though um she thinks she's not as good as her friends. That's not the case. And actually, you know, like, it comes out, one of her friends says, I'm, comes out and goes, I'm the, they, they all think they're the duff in some ways, you know. Oh, okay. So, and I think that term comes out sometimes when you're talking with, um. So the book sounds right. pretty relatable for most people. Mm-hmm. And not as derogatory as it sounds. Right. It sounds awful. But yeah. I think I think it's the case. Um, think of wingmen when they go to the bar. Right. And they're meeting people and they're picking up. So they will sometimes hit on the duff. That's the thing. You go for the low-hanging low, low fruit in order to get the attention of the uh, nicer pieces at the top. Right. I think that's pretty common. Yeah. I'd say people do that all the time. I also hate when people are like, oh, like they're out of my league. Mm-hmm. There, there's no league. No. Just put yourself out there. That bothers me when people are like, oh, I couldn't get with that because of this. It's like, you don't know what they're into. Right. So why wouldn't try. you try? Uh, there was actually a controversy a while back. One of the Jenners, I think it was Kylie Jenner, was wearing a shirt that said, I'm the Duff. Okay. And people were like freaking out on the internet because, you know, how dare she call herself the Duff. Oh, it's like, well, you know, somebody out there doesn't think she's hot. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not everyone thinks that they're super attractive. No. It's just like Kim Kardashian 
is probably the most famous, but I don't think she's the prettiest of the all of them. I think a lot of hers is styling. Yeah. There was another article Jared actually sent to me today, and I can post it once we post this uh, episode, about how people think that um, because there's so much out there right now about, you know, embracing who you are and being, you know, comfortable and all these other things, that it's, um, we've talked a lot about body shaming here, but it's almost makeup shaming. Where, like, people are afraid to go out and say, just go out and be like, yes, I love makeup. I like putting it on. I like the way it makes me feel. Oh, yeah. There's Definitely. Because it's like, everyone thinks that, you know, you should be comfortable in your own skin, and they automatically assume that because you wear makeup, that means that you're uncomfortable with who you are, and that's not the case always. Sometimes you just really like doing makeup and it makes you feel really good about yourself not because you think that you look prettier but because people compliment you or like other women can appreciate the technical skill it takes Mm -hmm. to put it on absolutely it's not all about looking good for someone else oh for sure um the uh, the person that is a YouTuber, her name's, uh, she has a YouTube channel called Nikki Tutorials, mm-hmm. uh, created a video aimed at showing the power of makeup after noticing that women have been reluctant to say they enjoy using it. And her quote in here, I really liked. It was, I've been noticing a lot lately, a lot lately that girls have been almost ashamed to say they love makeup. Because nowadays when you say you love makeup, you either do it because you want to look good for boys, or you do it because you're insecure, or you do it because you don't love yourself. I feel like in a way lately it's almost a crime to love doing your makeup right and so it's not and so she goes through and she does just half of her face is what she's doing and then shows you the difference between what it can do and i love that because i wear a lot of makeup i know you do too or not a lot but you like to put it on oh yeah and you know do you put it on for you or do you put it on for someone else uh no normally i put it on for me I mean, lately I've been super lazy because I just don't feel like doing makeup. Um, But when I put it on, it's I don't even wear that much anymore. I used to wear a lot more. If it's like a nice occasion, I'll obviously put a little bit more on Mm -hmm. because it's a more more of a formal thing. Um, But it just evens out your face and. That's all it really. That's all I really use it for. Oh yeah, I, I. Some of it is because I've been wearing makeup so long, and especially eyeliner. I'm an eyeliner junkie. I love eyeliner. Love eyeliner, but I'll look in the mirror and feel like I don't feel put together until I put my eyeliner on. Right. I put it on and I'm like, oh, there I am. Right. There, there I am, and I love the way it makes me feel. And I've been doing makeup for a long time because I like playing with colors and I like mm-hmm. um, all those other things. I'm not super great at it, but you know, I'm good at what I do. Does that you make sense? You do makeup totally fine. Right. I do my makeup well, but I don't think I'm super creative. I'm not um, Summer. Right. Who is um, one of our friends, for you listeners who don't know Summer. Summer's amazing. She's got she some amazing. great skills, and she recently went to work for Mac and has been learning even more things and doing new techniques. And um, I think she does such a wonderful job playing with colors and doing lots of different stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Recently, um, Carly... Our guest from our last show came over to do boudoir photos for a bunch of us, and she did our makeup, and I took part, and so did Katie. And both Katie and I can easily do our makeup ourselves. 
I actually did two sessions with Carly, and the first one I did all my cosmetics for, and the second one, um, Summer did my makeup, Mm -hmm. and I took a look in the mirror, and I was like, oh my god, what fucking lipstick did you put on my face? I was like, (laughs) I'll take a couple, and then I'm changing it. Let me tell you, the pictures came out crazy good. They look so wonderful. Her color choices, though, when I was looking in the mirror, it didn't feel like me. Awesome. And it was neat to pull them up compared to the other ones, because though they both looked like me, they were both different. It was fun to get someone else to do it, too, but, you know, I love cosmetics and always have. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, that's the thing that I liked about what Summer did, too, is because sometimes you know what's going to come out better in a photo than it's going to look in real life. Because taking a picture isn't always the same. No, it's definitely not. And one of the things that I think you could find criticism in the book in the Duff is towards the end as she and the other guy are, you know, realizing they actually have Have some sort of feelings for each other you know she starts doing things like taking like getting dressed up a little bit more and putting makeup on and i'm sure some people would say oh sure now that she has a boy she's taking their time for things and i think some of it though yeah sure but i'm going to take another spin on it and that i think she is built up her self-confidence right and she feels better and then she starts caring more about her appearance yes I, I completely agree with that. I think that it's more that she wants, she feels better about herself and she wants to, sh- like, present that to other people, mm-hmm. and that's her way of doing it, and maybe also now that she has someone that she cares about, she wants to have him, I don't know how to explain that, like, she wants to look good for him, not for other people, mm-hmm. so that, you know, people don't say, like, oh, she doesn't do anything for you, or, like, she doesn't dress up, like, if you go mm-hmm. out somewhere. I don't know. There was a thing um, I saw on Facebook a long time ago um, about this guy and this girl, and she um, she was a heavier girl when they first started dating, but mm-hmm. he didn't care. Right. Like, he just liked her for her. Um and she lost a bunch of weight because she wanted to. Mm-hmm. And um, part of the article was about how she wanted to feel better about herself. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, um, she felt like her boyfriend, like, deserved something that he could, like, show off in a sense. Mm-hmm. But not just for that reason. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because you start feeling more confident and more, right. more, uh, more sure of yourself. And actually, there was another video uh, posted pretty recently. I'm sure I can find it because it was on BuzzFeed. Um, a girl who I've seen on there quite frequently, and I have another one. Reminds me of another topic. If we have time, we might hit it up later. Um, and it's an article, and it's titled, Why My... Or, um, my I can't remember what it's titled, but it's it's basically like, I'm dating someone... Who likes fat chicks? Oh, okay. And it's kind of an interesting take on how that all works. Yes. Oh, the name of the article is called My Boyfriend Loves Fat Women, actually, is the name of it. Oh, awesome. And um, it is about um, one of the writers from BuzzFeed um, had met her boyfriend at the skinniest point in her adult life. 
and she'd seen him and was like, oh my god, this guy is out of my league, exactly what I like, but totally out of my league, and then um, they wound up dating, and he goes, and they wound up, like, it sounds like, it sounds like a one-night stand from the thing, and then, like, uh-huh. he was like, I need your number, I want to hang out with you again, and um, at some point he says, you know, well, I, I'm so glad we're getting along and we're having fun, because you're usually not my type, and she's like, okay, well waiting to hear this you know i don't usually go for bigger girls and then it turns out no he actually usually does go for bigger girls and she was smaller than what he usually went for well then you know she got comfortable and everything and wound up gaining weight back and every time she put on more weight like he'd get excited and then um like she there she talks that she just gives the end to go about buying a dress that showed off her back and, you know, you could kind of see roles, but he thought it was sexy, but then, like, she went out to the bar with a bunch of friends, and they were like, oh my god, what are you wearing? Right. Um, and it's, like, it was frustrating to her, to, what like, what was, when he would get excited about it, because, like, it's unhealthy to be that way, and does he love her, or does he love her fat? was kind right. of, like, the struggle she was going through. Understandable. Um, and then coming to a part of, like, accepting who she is and what she is. I thought was very interesting. Oh, that's really cool. You know, how someone can go from all those other thoughts and feelings about, you know, that self-image and who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think being comfortable is very important. Oh, definitely. And she talks at the end about how now, you know, there's size 18 bikinis out there. It's true. Do you have an opinion on, 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 on big girls wearing bikinis? I think some girls can pull it off. I wouldn't do it personally. That's just because I don't want to but um i do think that there are women that are bigger that first that their body shape just fits it well absolutely and i mean they're not like bikini bikinis they're like you know the bottoms are usually more high-waisted that i've seen anyways yes which is funny because that's keep going keep going (laughs) but um other than that um i wouldn't i have i have stretch marks and i don't think that they're attractive and I'm sure there are plenty of other bigger women that don't think that they're attractive and that's why they don't wear them. I also know skinny girls that have stretch marks and that look wrecked. Like I'm lucky like most of my stretch marks are old. Mine are from Mm -hmm. like high school Um, and so like they're not super noticeable. Right. Like I but I've seen some other people especially people that have had babies recently and mind you there's a lot out there it's mostly genetic is what they've pretty much determined stretch marks like if you're going to get stretch marks yes yeah, some of it's weight gain obviously but like how much you get and like the severity is actually more genetic you can put as much cocoa butter on your body but you know skin only stretches so far so fast. Right. And so like I know some people and actually one person in particular I'm thinking of actually had been bigger, had lost weight, but had when she got pregnant, her stomach was, like, racked. Just, like, angry, angry-looking stretch marks. Yeah. You know, and I've seen other people that have them everywhere. And I have stretch marks, too, because, you know, female. Um, yep. But most of mine, like I said, are old. But at the same point, I totally bought a bikini this year. That's awesome. And the reason it's not... Um, so It's great that they're, they're popular, and it's not because it's a fad. It's because I look, A, terrible in a one-piece. Yeah, I don't wear one pieces either. Uh, I look better in a one piece than I do in a tankini because me and tankinis do not get along. And the problem with that is, it's like it's the high waisted thing you were talking about. Is I don't have a long torso for how tall I am. I have a short torso, and my belly button is super low. And I don't like when things go up above my belly button. It creeps me out. Feels weird. Right. So if I wear anything high waisted, it feels strange. And all the tankinis out there, like especially for the plus size, 
have like gigantic bottoms, you know, and the bottoms, like, what's the point of wearing a tankini if like I have to wear bottoms up to my, you know, bra right. line? No, thank you. So I bought one and actually uh, Lane Bryant made a hipster, a low rise hipster bottom. Oh, really? But mine is full coverage again. Because, like, I've got a lot of me to keep in place. You know, I'm not a tiny little thing with a small bus. I'm not going to ever be able to wear a string bikini. That would be impractical. Yeah. It probably wouldn't look great, but it would be impractical, too. Um, so I have that, and I have two separate tops. One is, uh, like, blue and black, color block, kind of, that can be either, like, a halter or another one. Another one's really cute. Actually, um, in the back has, like, little strings that come down to the strap. So they're cute. Oh, that's cool. And they actually have support because they actually have, like, clips on them like a bra so like I actually holds everything up too right and because of my shape like it's the one thing I wear that makes me look like I have some sort of shape because most one pieces don't have enough support in the bust oh yeah and then the tankies have the bottom issue so this is awesome that I was able to find something that really like I'm oh, like definitely. oh yeah you know and maybe some color on the old belly will like make it look a little better but still <laughs> you know it's is it it covers like I thought think about that when I go to try on on swimming suits is like I take off my clothes and I have like bra and underwear and I'm like, oh, I look, I look, I'm looking good. And then I put on my suit and I go, I'm not looking good. <laughs> and this actually um, has a cut very similar to what my regular underwear does. So it's like, okay, that works out well. I look oh, good this way. I can deal with that. That's good. I'm not necessarily going to wear it to the public pool where there's a bunch of families, but when we're on vacation laying out on the beach, absolutely. Excellent. Yes. I would. I've never even tried one on, so I would maybe try it on. I'm just so used to the tank kini, mm-hmm. um, although I do have issues with those as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes they're too long or they're too short. Right. Or, like, I have this one from Torrid, and it's it bothers me because they get fits, but as soon as it's wet, mm-hmm. it's, like, riding up. Yes, I've had that before. Like, it just flows up to my chest, or to, like, mm-hmm. the top of my chest, and I'm just like, okay. You can't swim in it, almost? Yeah. And it's still, like, the whole reason I have it is so, like, it covers. Mm-hmm. Not so I can have it cover when I'm walking around, mm-hmm. and then get in the pool, and it's like I'm wearing a bikini, because I could just wear a bikini. Absolutely. I'm all about um, people being very happy and comfortable in who they are, mm-hmm. and I like that... The one trend that is coming out is that people can look good no matter what their size. Oh, yeah. And it's aesthetics. And this kind of, it goes back a little bit to what we were talking about, too, with the cosmetics and and everything else. And even the duff is, like, looking the best at who you are. And the fact that we take pride or pleasure and, and appreciate it in others to beauty is not a bad thing. Mm-mm. And I think that's there's a fine line between what's out there in the world right now between what is acceptable and what's not. So, like, yes, would it be great if no one ever wore makeup? Sure. But it's okay that they do, too, because it's, it's, it, it's pretty. Right. Just, like, beautiful clothes and dresses and things like that. It's aesthetics. You know, we find beauty in nature and all these other things. So right. it's silly to criticize other people for finding someone that is, you know, made up or takes pride in their appearance and stuff. You know. Oh, definitely. And it's it's that way too. Like you know, you don't see Fortune 500 companies being led by people that are walking around in sweatpants and holes in their t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't always. They put aren't together. always right. They're not always fancy, but uh, they're generally put together. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, nope. we have to stop criticizing people for that are okay with that. And you know, right. and the nice thing about the plus size stuff is like they're making bikinis that that do flatter. 
you know, that fit better. And they fit better than the one pieces. Oh, yeah, definitely. One pieces are awful. Yeah. They should be for, like, old people who don't care. Mm-hmm. And they're comfortable with that. Right. Or, like, pregnant women, if that's what they want to wear. To cover their bellies. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the nice thing, too. There's so many options out there. And it was making me... I was thinking earlier when we were talking about the swimsuits. If you want to buy something that fits, you have to buy separates. Yeah. And then you're spending 40 bucks a piece. It's so, insane. Swimwear is ridiculous. Women's clothing in general is ridiculous. Like, we have to spend 40 to $50 per bra. Mm-hmm. And then... Panties, if you buy them separately, they're like fourteen dollars, mm-hmm. or you can buy them in like four or five for like thirty-five dollars, right. which is insane. Mm-hmm. And then swimwear is like at least a hundred dollars, and it keeps it goes up too for like plus-size women. Yes, like a regular swimsuit for a skinny girl is eighty to a hundred dollars, and then mm-hmm. plus-size is usually even more expensive per piece. Absolutely. Ridiculous. It gets so high, and I, I'm laughing. I laugh too because, like, I'm at the bottom of the plus size scale. Like, I'm in, a, I'm almost in a crossover size. Like, I can mm-hmm. wear some things from the women, Mrs. Department, some things from women's. But I will pay four dollars more per shirt every time than the person that's wearing a size below me, technically, because, like, you know, there's one, it's one size difference between me and the next one down. But our stuff gets overcharged, and it's, you know, it, that happens with men's clothing too. Like, double, you know, sometimes double, triple, quadruple X, the price goes up. Right. But it's the entire thing. It's like the entire store. My mom actually said she went to J.C. Penney, I think it was, or Sears, a few weeks ago, and there was a big advertisement. The whole store was thirty percent off, except for women's. Women's was only fifteen. Which is which? Which it's already more expensive, and now they're getting less of a discount. Right. You know, it's like, are you kidding? It, it's, it's ridiculous. Especially too when like you'll see a cute dress. This happens bridals, oh, bridal a lot. Super cute dress. The cut on it's great. Colors beautiful. Whatever. Then there's a plus size option, and the plus size option is changed just enough that it makes it as not as flattering. Oh yeah, that's what? the like. There's so many companies, and it's getting kind of better because mm-hmm. we do have Tord and Lane Bryant. There's so many companies that just plus size is just, it's the same style mm-hmm. made bigger. Yes. And that doesn't make it better. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit plus size women as well because it's not cut or tailored mm-hmm. to their... The most common body shape, I guess. Um, right. Do you know who Tess Holiday is? I've heard of it, okay. yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, Tess Holiday was the first um, model to be signed to a professional contract at a size 22. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. I know that is. Sorry. Tess Holiday is a beautiful woman. She's gorgeous. Beautiful face, whatever. Um, she's got all kinds of criticism of size, but she is like five, two to five four. She's short. Oh, yeah. And she's a size 22. And say what you will about... And I, as I've been talking about body image and stuff, she is overweight. She is noticeably overweight. She doesn't have a few extra pounds. She's oh, yeah. not just a big girl. She's overweight. Oh, definitely. You can tell by the shape and where her stuff is, and that's whatever. But the size 22 has to fit her, and it has to fit someone that's, you know, that's my height that has, you know, 20 extra pounds. Right. As opposed to, you know, like, that's always the case, and that's a problem with the plus-size department in general. And I know, I know it happens all over the place, but it's worse there than it is other because our options are more limited. So, like, she probably, at, you know, if she was, like, at a slightly healthier weight, 
you know, like she's a size 22, but she probably is, should be under a size 10 at her height. And just, oh yeah. Cause just I'm for, five, I'm five three and I'm like a pants. I wear usually an 18 dresses. I can wear 16. Right. But even then, like I'm chunky for my height. But, and I know that. But, yeah, exactly. Just, like, like right now, uh, I'm finally in an 8, back into an 18. Hooray, right? Yay. But, like, the smallest I've ever been in my adult life has been a 16 in the misses. That is the smallest. And that is, by the way, only, that is 60 pounds from where I'm at right now. To show you how much weight I have to lose to go down a size. Which is insane. Which is insane, mind you. That's frustrating. But still, you know, so you have that, that gap there. But, like... You know, there's, I'm only a couple sizes away from that where there's people out there that's huge. Cause like I would say there's like the 18s out there are made to either fit an 18 who's supposed to be a 14 or an 18 that was supposed to be a six. That person, those two people are shaped entirely different. Oh, yeah. And so like they're, like I know they've seen, you've seen before, they put like these, all these women weigh 140 pounds. It's the same thing. You know, everyone's shaped differently. And in the women's department, especially, I think it's worse in other places. Like, there's one rise of jeans available out there. Oh, my God. I I hate shopping. This is why I love leggings now, because leggings can fit everyone. Yes. It's so nice. Because my biggest problem with jeans, and I'm short, and I understand that I'm not going to find jeans that aren't long. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen at my height. But, like, when I buy jeans that are like, intended for, like, my size, and then they're, like, super tight on, like, my calves, but then they're, like, really baggy in my, like, waist area, I don't even know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's always like that. And I have plenty of junk to hold jeans up, so they shouldn't really be loose there if and, they're tight on my legs. And once again, when you're spending 80 to $120 for a pair of jeans... Exactly. It's like, yeah, they well, you can have fit. them tailored. Well, really? And then my problem is waist height because I have, once again, I have a short, short torso, torso and my belly button's low. I like when things sit at or below my belly button. Yeah. And so when low-rise jeans were in, so exciting. Like, I have pairs of jeans in my closet that don't fit me because if I go back down, they're the only jeans that'll fit in the right place. Because right now, like, I have, to, when I buy jeans, I'm not kidding, folks. I can wear them almost to my where my the bottom of my bra strap is because of the rise in them. And because mm-hmm. I need a tall, they make the waist longer, too. So, and it's always, like, proportional, which my mom and I were laughing and having a discussion about it because I said, I have a 33-inch inseam. That is hard to find. Mm-hmm. It just is, especially in women's pants. Don't get me started on dress pants. It's even worse because there's, like, one length in dress pants. I hate dress pants. Right. Forever. So, but for jeans, at least I can get fine talls sometimes. Mind you, I have to order online because they don't sell them in stores. So you have right. to buy them online. And so I finally, I get jeans. And then, the, like, so a, an average jean is, you know, has a 31-inch inseam, right? And the rise on it is 6 inches. Well, then you get an inseam that has 33 inches, and the rise on it is 9 really you're gonna add that much length to the waist i could understand adding an inch to the waist length because you're assuming that it's proportionate but it's never proportionate no i wore a pair of pants i don't know if i've talked about it on here before i had a pair of pants from it was from lane bryant that had like a real thick waistband and i when i was not pregnant i would flip the waistband once or twice to sit where i like it i wore those my entire pregnancy my entire pregnancy with my daughter and they fit over my pregnant fucking belly. 
you can't tell me there's any woman on this planet whose real rise to her waist is that long unless she's carrying a ton of extra weight. Right. Ton of extra weight. Well, yeah. And, like, that's one of the things that always bothered me, too, is either the pants never came up high enough Mm -hmm. or they came up way too high. Which, again, is why I love leggings, because most of the time they sit right where I want them to sit. Um, And I never have the issue with, like, um, baggy crotch. That's always driven me insane. Like, I have to pull my pants up so high in order to not have, like, the crotch halfway down Mm -hmm. my legs. And, like, oh my god. Because I think you and I have a similar shape where you and I don't have a super defined waist. When I'm when I was super skinny, I right. I was, but well, now that I'm chunky, well, no, yeah. And I noticed too, like as I've been losing weight the last couple months, like I can you can see more of a waist definition, but I still don't have a huge one. Because like if you take like if you were to take my ribs and draw a line straight down to my hips, you know what I'm saying? Like they're pretty even. Like you know that's just my rib cage. So you know, right. like I'm just thicker around the middle and just am. Um, and when you've got that kind of shape, like, I joke all the time, I don't unbutton any of my jeans. And people are like, really? I'm like, no, I don't have to unbutton a single pair of pants I've, I've ever owned. I can pull every pair of pants I own straight off, like, to go pee and pull them straight back up. I don't have to unbutton pants because just the shape I am. And I have no butt. This is the other one. My butt is straight down. <laughs> For my boudoir photos, we were trying to get a picture of my butt. I'm like, I don't have any good butt shots. Try and get a butt shot. Your butt shot came out great, though. My one butt shot came, butt shot came out great. The rest of them are hilarious because it's like, oh, <laughs> like we were we were practically rolling on the floor laughing because I have no booty. Is just funny because oh. like, and I have the problem with us. I have not saggy crotch, but saggy butt cheek. Every pair of jeans again, you can like grab a handful of fabric under my butt because I, I do not have enough booty. Too. And again, that's one of those things where it's like. I do have enough booty. This shouldn't be happening in the jeans that I buy. And maybe I'm buying the wrong size, but I don't I don't want skinny jeans to be like tight on my butt but then like too tight on my legs. Mm-hmm. And there's like no happy medium unless I get them tailored. Oh, and then that adds more cost. Yeah. This is a never-ending cycle. <laughs> Women are not money trees. Right? So for all of you folks out there, if anyone has any suggestions or write-ins or they, they have, have opinions, please, please, please share them. That'd be awesome. Yes, we we love our feedback. I'll have to, um, I'll post this um, this article, too, about uh, this uh, writer. It's pretty good. She actually, I posted her another article earlier this week. My boyfriend loves fat women. I'll post that. Um, the other, She wrote the... Um, bra one if anyone has uh oh i checked in that. on our facebook one she's really funny because she writes a lot yes. of articles for buzzfeed now she and does she is, she is i love funny. her writing i think she's very funny and candid i want to take her bra shopping so bad we'll have to say that for another episode because i was ready to rant and rave on on that whole thing speaking oh of yeah people, i don't know yeah. what what was going because i read that article after you posted it and mm-hmm. i was like I completely understand that people are awful at sizing you, because yes. I have always had bad experiences mm-hmm. being sized for bras. And, um, but the bra selection, while it might be comfortable, mm-hmm. 
it's hideous and you just shouldn't even look at it and ever. None of it did anything for her figure and that was my big complaint because I'm a huge fan and always have been in the Kazik line from Lane Bryant. I think it's spectacular. Oh and, yeah, I love my Lane Bryant yeah. stuff. And I'm a plunge girl. I love me a plunge. I love that it sh- I can wear it under anything because I like to show I the girls. I do too. Yes. yes. Yay for plunges. And the one plunge, the one plunge she tried on, she, she hated because her boobs were where they were supposed to be. Stacey London is yelling at the screen as well, because I don't know if you've ever watched uh, What Not to Wear, but yes. that was her big thing. The girls should be up and up. They should be. And, you know, I think she thinks it feels funny because she's used to wearing sacks. Because yeah. that's the bra- the bras she bought were all sack bras. They were all bad sack bras. They just were. Oh, yeah. And she oh, she brought a black one. I'm like, really? Because, once again, Lane Bryant has some amazing lingerie now. They have stepped up their lingerie game. They do. They really, I think, give Victoria's Secret run for their money, especially in variety and color and shape well, and Victoria's style. Well, Victoria's Secret is just as expensive. It doesn't last as long. Mm-mm. Like Quality have, is much different. Uh, my one Lane Bryant bra that I still wear, it is getting a little bit worn, um... But I still wear it, and it's, like, two years old. And when even when I was in high school, um, I used to wear a C when I was, like, 14, 15. And I shopped at Victoria's Secret, because mm-hmm. that's what you do I used to, I had a huge collection from there as well. Um, but my bras would barely last a year. Yeah. Oh. And they're, they're just not made for quality. They're made to sell because they're popular, and they're not they make made all for the breasts. They're just not... And, like, I have boobs. I have substantial boobs. And, I'm, I, and for someone that has a bigger chest, I've uh, come to realize, too, like, I have, like, weight to them. Sometimes people with big boobs, it's just, like, I need to say all fat, but they're just, they don't have any, like, like breast tissue. Right. I don't have that problem. <laughs> Mine is all tissue, so they're heavy. And oh, so, yeah. like, I need a bra that's going to hold them and put them in place. And so um, I broke so many underwires from all, like, every Victoria's Secret bra I own, I broke the underwire on and it popped out the side. Oh my god, that's so annoying. I, I hate when that happens. I have been buying this bra from Lane Bryant, and I should post a link to it, because it's amazing. Love this bra, and always have. It's got a little padding in it, which everyone goes, oh my god, but you, I which don't need it. Wearing? I'm wearing, it's this plunge one. I'm wearing, of course, a nude one. It's, you have to, you can only buy it from online. I have, like, oh, it's only online. Only online. I have online. the cotton one. Oh, right I, have, I have the same one. So Katie nice. and I have we're broad twinsies. Yay! The one that I um I can't remember what it's called now. Like it's it's gone through like the sateen plunge push up bra and something else. It does right. have a little like padding down to the side and then like off to the side to the back. But that's okay because it puts things where they're supposed to be right. and makes them look good. Um, I don't sweat in it. Like when I read the articles about big women and like boob sweat, I'm like I don't have that issue. Like because I only have they're where boob they're sweat when. Like, today, when I go to work, and it's 100 freaking degrees... Right. I mean, that's inevitable. It's just gonna happen. It's just gonna happen. Normal, everyday wear, I never feel like my boobs are sweating. No, exactly. And that's what I love about these, but um, it's just such a good bra. I probably started wearing it, I know when my daughter was born, because the Christmas after she was born, I had one that had rhinestones on it, mm-hmm. and I bought a black one and another color previous to that. My first underwire broke two months ago. I've been I've had that bra for over five years, and it just broke two months ago. And I wash them in the washing machine. I dry them. I do hang them to dry. I don't put them in the dryer, but I wash them in the washing machine. And I probably wore that bra once a week, probably for five years. Are you like supposed to hand wash them? Is that like the problem? There's they actually say them? you can wash them in the washer, but they say to dry them. 
they actually hang to dry them. Hang to dry. Hang dry yeah. them. Hang That's dry what them. I do with mine now. I, I used too. to, I, when I was a teenager, I was not diligent about... We all dry them. It's what we do. Yeah. We don't know any better. But yeah, no, they're they're great. Can you imagine? So, so you're thinking like five years times 50 weeks a year. That's how many uses I got out of that bra before the first underwire bra. That's right. crazy. It how is. many people have a five-year-old bra? Not me. And it still looks good. I have a two-year-old bra. It was black satin. But, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But for that, that to me is quality. If you can wear a bra that long, yep, it's a good bra. Oh, yeah. And that's why I love Lane Bryant as the best. Like, you shouldn't shop at Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. if you're over a C. No. I don't care if you're 100 pounds or... Hundred and like two hundred and fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. If you are bigger than a C, you should not shop there. It's just it's, it's not, not made for you. Well, and their band, I find their bras to be very close to size if you're being measured. If you're being measured, like if you you measure um, underneath, Brian? yes, yes, yes. Um, the only thing there too is, um, like I really should be in a forty triple D because I measure thirty six inches around my rib cage plus four is forty, and then you do around your bust and then you minus for each. For each uh, inch mm-hmm. should be in a forty triple D, but their forty triple D for some reason, how it's cut the underwire on the plunges specifically is a little long, and I don't like where it sits under my arm. Oh, okay. So I go up a band, down a cup. Yeah. So for other ones like balconettes and some of their other cuts, I can wear the forty triple D. Like my bathing suits are that because that's what fits better because um, of how they're cut once again. But for the plunges, I like right. the specific. Well, one. and you have to understand as a woman that sometimes just the however it's designed you can go up or down mm-hmm. and it's it's basically the same size it just depends on how long or short the cup right. is well yeah and that's why i was mad on that article from her after we said we weren't going to talk about it now we've gone on about it um but at, the part that made me mad about it was she'd gone to lane bryant and this is the, this is the this is the person working there they put her in one size bra and then they brought her one they, they put her i can't remember what size they put her in Put her in one that was like up to band size, but the same cup size. That isn't anywhere in the same realm of the same bra. Right. They did. They did not know what they were doing. They didn't know what they were doing, or they didn't have what what they wanted, or whatever. Whoever was it was either being lazy or she wasn't communicating what she really wanted. Like right. maybe she like because you know a lot of the bras, a couple of the bras she purchased didn't fit right. Like you could see gaping. I was like, why did yeah. you buy that bra that doesn't fit right? But either way, it's just like no. Yeah, I did, I really didn't like that article. I thought she did an awful job. And mm-hmm. I mean, like you said with like the Stacy London thing, if you're gonna wear a bra for mm-hmm. support, they should be up. Right. Otherwise, you're not getting support. You will get better. Your back will. You'll have better back support right. and all these other things. Because she even said something at one point in there about that they had a superior band. Well, yeah, your cup didn't fit because you weren't wearing the right size cup. Right. Once you found your band, you should have played with the cup size. Exactly. And then you should have played with the cut. But she obviously likes the full coverage. I actually commented on it, which I never do on, on anything, but I commented on, on, like, the article itself because um, I was so, I was like, are you kidding me? Right. Like, Well, and don't get me wrong. I hate, well, I don't, I shouldn't say I hate wearing a bra, but, like, I buy bras that are comfortable because I have to wear them. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have to wear them, I wouldn't. Because right. it's so comfortable to not wear them. Mm-hmm. And I get where she's coming from with comfort with the ones that look awful. Mm-hmm. Because she probably feels like she's not wearing one. Right. But at that point, why are you wasting your money when you just 
just don't wear one at all. Mm-hmm. If you right. don't spend forty dollars on something that's going to look like you're not wearing a bra when you can get the same thing for free by just not wearing a bra. Well, and I have a couple that um, are some of their ones that have convertible straps, and they sit a little farther out on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And if I haven't worn one in a long time, sometimes where the strap meets the oh, bra, oh yeah, that it bothers. It's my a skin. little irritate. Gets a little irritated. But I if have I wear. Some of those. Wear them once or twice. I don't have that issue. It's just like sometimes with some of the new ones, the underwires, especially on the side boning, mm-hmm. are will bother me a little bit. It's like new shoes, though. It's like you new shoes, though. You have to break them in a little bit. So if something's not, like, she was like, they're tight. And it's like, yeah, because you probably are wearing old stretched out bras. <laughs> Stop right. wearing old stretched out bras and you won't have, have this issue. You just have to break it in a little bit. And it's like, it doesn't take as long as shoes. It no. takes like one, one day wear and one wash, and it's fine. Um, the convertible straps thing, though, like, those do bother me sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's just because they have the clips in the front. Right. And, I mean, you can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. I haven't converted mine into any other shape, though, so right. I should maybe try that, and it would irritate it less. Like if you did, like, a cross back. Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh, for sure. So do we have time for a Mama Claire question? I know you've yes, got to get to work. quick. I have a couple minutes. Okay gonna try and pull this up. So I have another Mama Claire question from a friend. Hooray, we like when we get questions. So please, Woo-hoo. folks at home, send in your mama, askmamaclaire at gmail.com questions so we can uh, keep this fun conversation going and be able to uh, share all these things. So, here's this one. This is a guy um, has met a girl on Match. Okay. But she's not giving in anything to go on. They have gone out twice, but she was in a hurry both times. Uh, she works, uh, her job keeps has late hours, and she is very busy with other things going on in her life. Okay. Um, great conversation and all these other things, but she doesn't ever want to meet up. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Thoughts, questions? Um, well, how old is she? Uh, they're both in their early 30s. Oh, they're both in their early 30s. Mm-hmm. Does she have kids? No. So no kids, just just career-oriented. What does she do for work? That she works late at night? She bartends. Oh, okay. Um, but she, he said that she always seems like she's in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Even when they're together. That's and they've only weird. been out twice. It just seems weird, because for her to, if they're having good conversation... Via text. Oh, via text. They've only gone maybe out twice. Maybe she's weird, like, not may, not like weird weird, but maybe <laughs> like, maybe she, maybe we're seeing that, uh, that new thing where people can't talk in real life anymore, <laughs> because conversation only exists through texting, apparently. Um, but she also has not been making plans, either. That's that's the bigger problem. Oh, so she She's just a, seems uninterested, Well, basically. I think she seems uninterested. <laughs> he does not think that for some reason. She seems uninterested, I, from yeah. what it sounds yes. like. She's just not interested at all. No, I totally agree. And I gave the suggestion of saying, hey, I'm available this day. Uh, let's go out. Right. And, and supposedly she had to work. Okay. And so, I mean, I get that. Like, okay. my schedule, working nights and having 
working in an industry where it's extremely flexible. Yes. I mean, I get that. You never know. Mm-hmm. She could be covering for someone. Mm-hmm. She could... Um, right. You know, it, I get that your scheduling is really hard because Kevin and I had an issue with that, too, when we first started Absolutely. dating. Absolutely. So I said that... So, um, so she had to work. And I said, okay, well, then give her an option. Be like... Or, or maybe that was... Or give her an option. I was like, give her... Tell her, these are the days you're available. What day works for her? Right. And or ask her what her schedule is and move your stuff for right. her. Well, yeah. And so, like, the, that's part of the thing. And basically, she keeps avoiding making a date. Okay. She's avoiding making a date. She's not that interested. And I think... Like, and yeah. she's she's on Match. So, she's paying for Match subscription. She's not that busy. She is waiting for a better option. Right. Which is weird because the person we're talking about, he seems to, you know, he's got his life pretty pretty, pretty good. He's a good looking guy. Absolutely. Um, we, we've been having, we, we, he, we used uh, some more conversation with him from last week as well. So oh, okay. We're, we're trying to keep his identity yes. secret. However, at the same point being said, it's the same person from, from last week. So go back and listen to last week. I think he keeps running the same issue. He, think he needs to look for a different kind of woman. He needs to look for a different kind of girl. And there's no reason to keep asking, to be, keep continuing the conversation. Right. If she seems disinterested, move on. Move on. It's, and I think that's part of the thing. Because, like, this person, the one from last week, it's like, yes, it's great. And if you, wanna, if you don't mind being strung along, enjoy it. But neither of these girls are interested right. at the moment. So move on. And like, Because he even asked, well, should I call her out on, on it? I'm like, for what? To what end? There's right. no end. You aren't in a relationship. You don't need closure. Right. Move on. Be like, eh, there's someone else. Because let me tell you, you will forget about it in two days. You won't exactly. even remember. And it's like, it's not worth it. It's not. Like, you are completely wasting your time when you could already have found something better. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a waste of time. It's like, come on, move on. Let's get this yep. stuff together. It's ridiculous. It really is. What was the original question? I don't know if I oh, got off the topic. <laughs> no. Or... I think we did okay. The original question was, um, well, I guess there really wasn't, a, I guess it was more of a thing. I guess there wasn't really a question, but just was looking for advice. He, but he wanted to know if the original question was he wanted to know if she he should send her a text asking calling her out on it and I was like no, oh yeah no no she seems uninterested and I like said so this is like a, just a slight thing um, that kind of goes with this topic and I think it was Jared actually that I had talked about this with at one point like a year or two ago um, before I was dating Kevin we were talking about dating and. Um, I think it was a Martellus Bennett or a Brandon Marshall thing that he heard on one of, like, some other radio thing. Um, and he, he said that whenever you go out with someone, if you actually go out on a date, always go to lunch. Because if it's not going well, all you have to do is say that you have another engagement to get to. Or you have something else to do. It's not awkward. It's not like... You know, at night, you don't have to work. Most people don't do other stuff at night, especially if they make a dinner date. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have, like, that awkward, like, I have to leave. Mm-hmm. But if you do lunch, it's easy to be like, oh, I have to be here at this time. Absolutely. That's a great way out. It's totally a good way out. Yeah. Um, 
lunch is awesome. I think lunch makes a ton of, of good sense and to it's a great way to put it too because then you can have other plans and the reason I think she's really not interested in and maybe you can attest to this because mm-hmm. you and Kevin had a scheduling conflict at first right she's not coming back going I can't do Thursday what about Friday are you free Friday like she's not giving anything back right she's just like no I'm not available done yes if if it was anything else, I would say keep trying. But right. she is not interested. Because if you're interested, you will both you will go back and forth. You will, yeah, you'll try. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin and I, because Kevin and I started talking when I was working both jobs. I was working Ulta and I was working Rosetti, so I had no time. Right. Um, and we still made it work mm-hmm. with me working like eighty hours a week. Mm-hmm. So if someone is interested. They'll put whatever effort is needed right. to make it work. They'll make that time. Especially because, like I said, she's pulling right. up the cash for, for match. Right. She obviously wasn't so busy that she has no time to date because well, she's looking to date. Exactly. Or and even if she's busy and that's why she's doing match, she still should have some time to date. Nobody's that busy. And if you're that busy, you choose to be that busy. Exactly. And it's not a priority. Exactly. Well, they're not, te- they're not, they're not teenagers. No. They're grown-ups. Like, if... If she's paying for a service and she's in her 30s, she is looking for someone specifically and she's not going to just not respond to you or mm-hmm. not make time if she's interested. Right. It's a, exactly. So. It is for sure. Unfortunately, she's not interested. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. We, we're going to have a whole episode called <laughs> She's Just Not That Into You as opposed to He's Not Just That Into You. Yeah. She's Just Not That Into You. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for joining me today. Yes, it was lovely. I Don't love forget, all of you folks out there, to listen to the other great shows on the Disease Network. Don't forget to listen to You're Going to Get a Disease, Something Gate, Um That Just Happened in Dust Drunks. All kinds oh, of new content man. out there today. Um, you can f- uh, email us again at diseasenetworkhasvd at gmail.com and uh, askmamaclaire at gmail.com as well as hit us up on uh, Twitter, Instagram, at, at vagdialogues. Again, I'm your host, Claire Sampson, and my guest today is... Katie! And remember, cage that snake, then shake and bake. Woo!